the voice of Branch County for high school sports. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater. Coldwater Cardinal basketball is on the air. This ball going to be picked up on the run by Aiden Dershel. Dershel going coast to coast, blocked by Matthews, yes and one. Foley, long pass to Maya Porter, launches a three-pointer from the right wing, yeah. and Josh Gordon loses his footing ball, picked up by Aiden Dershel, gets it to Evan Porter, nice pass inside, and Nico Donald's layup good. Long toss to Coley Burkhart, couple of pump fakes, shoots over Tyler, misses a three-point, oh! of lucky bounces. Coldwater regains the lead 8-7. Brought to you by these members of the WTVB Sports Boosters Club. Acre Mechanical, Branch County Abstract and Title, CNO Insurance Services, Case Realty Group, CEM Supply, Cole Ford, Culey's Jewelry, Valley Tire Company, Jordan and Allison Butler, Financial Advisors with Edward Jones, El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant, Ask Kaywood PC, Hallett Trailers and Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers, Integrity Apparel, Screen Printing and Embroidery, K. Right, financial advisor with Edward Jones, Jungle Pets, Matt Halen Homes, McDonald's of Branch County, Midwestern Realty Group, Nottawa Gas and Wild Bird Center, Surpro of Branch and South Calhoun Counties, Southern Marsh Realty, and Union Pallet and Container Company. Warm greetings for the last time this season from Coldwater High School's Coach Floyd Eby Gymnasium. Coldwater Cardinal Girls basketball on the air for the final time in the regular season. It is the regular season finale, and what a matchup on paper that we have lined up tonight. The 18-3 Coldwater Cardinals, 17-3. Uh, yeah, I guess they are 18-3 now, and they're going to take on 17-1 Portage Central. I'm Sean Watson. To my left is Coach Mike Murphy. Who was there at the uh, Bronson versus Union City game last night? What were your thoughts on last night's game? Boy, it was an exciting one, Sean, for sure. I love the atmosphere. I was just talking with Quinn about it here. And, and uh, you know, it kind of took you back, uh, harkened you back to a few uh, decades ago, that atmosphere over there. And uh, two outstanding games, actually, uh, that, uh, you know, they were able to host last night. So I'm assuming then that you got to see the Homer-Centerville game, which uh, Centerville uh, pulled it out in the end take that one so uh yeah over the course of the evening we'll tease a little bit about our game tomorrow night uh division three boys basketball district final coming up between union city and centerville out at bronson junior senior high school but for now we'll take this two-minute break and talk about girls basketball this matchup between Coldwater and portage central coming up in another 20 minutes or so from Coldwater High School, you're listening to Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Hass Kaywood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Hass Kaywood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HessKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess Kwood PC. Lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. Recycling your cardboard with Union Pallet and Container Company of Coldwater can deliver real value to your business and the environment. Recycling just one ton of cardboard saves more than 17 trees and eliminates landfill waste. To learn how you can help save the environment by recycling your company's cardboard, Call Union Pallet and Container in Coldwater at 279-4888. That's 279-4888. 
Hi, I'm Angie Marsh. When it comes to lake living, at Southern Marsh Realty, we'll help you find your own piece of paradise. If you're dreaming of lakefront living, I'm your expert. As a resident of Archer Lake, I understand the beauty and joy of lakeside living. Let me guide you to your perfect waterfront retreat, where every sunrise is a masterpiece and every sunset is a celebration. Buying or selling, choose the number one agent in the area. Angie Marsh at Southern Marsh Realty in Quincy, where the office is now serving Michigan and Indiana. Online at southernmarshrealty.com, where you will find every listing in the state of Michigan. If you're staying closer to home these days, backyard birding is a great year-round hobby. And Nottawa Gas in Nottawa and Tecancha have everything you need to connect to the fascinating world right outside your window. From bird watching guides to bird houses to bird bath heaters, let your hobby take flight. Right now, get a 50-pound bag of black-oiled sunflower seeds or suet cakes in a wide variety. Connect with nature in your own backyard. Nottawa Gas on Eleanor Drive in Centerville and on US 27 South of Tecancha and online at nottawagas.com. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Welcome back to Coldwater High School and the Coach Floyd E.B. Gymnasium. Sean Watson, Mike Murphy, Mike Side, Kendall Laney is our producer and engineer tonight for the regular season finale for Coldwater Cardinal Girls Basketball and Portage Central Girls Basketball. You may remember uh, back last season, uh, this matchup was the first game of the season. It was, and uh, you know we've we've played Portage Central uh, for quite a few years now, and and they're always a good uh, a good usually an opener, but always good competition against them. In fact, let me uh, see if I can find that uh, note from the game last year. I, I remember the Cardinals did have to come from behind to uh, take that particular contest, but it turns out that. Uh, uh, last season uh, for both Portage Central and uh, Coldwater. Well, let's start off by talking about uh, Portage Central. Uh, it was kind of a, a building year. They finished 8-12 and 12 overall. They finished tied for second with St. Joe in the Smack West at 4-3. and three. Uh, They bowed out in the district semifinal last year to Stevensville Lakeshore. But it's mostly the same group back this year, and uh, they're now at 17-1, and one, and they won the Smack West by beating Stevensville Lakeshore last Thursday, 46-36. Macy Searles with 18 points, 9 rebounds, 2 steals, and a block. Riley Stevenson with 11 points, 9 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals. Ava Tate with 9 points. Uh, some of these names might be familiar if we uh, jog your memory looking at the team leaders for uh, Portage Central and their head coach, Rob Brown. Macy Searles averaging 12.3 points, almost seven rebounds a game, one and a half assists and 2.6 steals a game. Uh, Searles is a senior. Riley Stevenson, who is also a senior, averaging 9.8 points, six rebounds, three and a half assists, 2.2 steals a game. Louie Wilkes, also a senior. She's averaging 7.2 points. 2.1 2.1 rebounds, 2.9 assists, 2.7 steals a game. Riley King, a junior, averaging 6.8 points a game. Olivia Griswold, a freshman, averaging 6.3 points and 4.8 rebounds a game. So I think some of those uh, seniors and maybe that junior you might remember from last year's d- uh, team. Well, they are similar to the Cardinals, and they're very balanced in their scoring. But Macy Searles is the leader, and she's an outstanding player. Uh, Coach Smoker was mentioning that Rob Brown, their coach, had been at Vicksburg earlier, and uh, they know each other very well. And it's going to be an interesting matchup tonight because 
they could, if they both win their districts, which they're favored to do, uh, could meet in the first game of the regional at Mason. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how this game develops tonight. Coldwater, as we all know, is slotted in the Gold Lake district and has a first round by. Portage Central is seated number one in the Loy Norris district. And the winner of the Loy Norris and Gold Lake districts would face each other up at Mason. Uh, the other districts feeding into the Mason Regional uh, are out at Holt and out at St. John's. Let me talk about the lone loss for this year's uh, Mustangs. It came uh, against a team that the Cardinals had beaten earlier this season. Uh, they lost to Vicksburg about a week and a half ago, the Mustangs did, 47-33. to Now, you may remember uh, the game back in January when we went up to Vicksburg. Coldwater beat the Lady Bulldogs by just about the same score, 47-31. Yeah, you kind of wonder if, I, I don't know if that was one of Vicksburg's better games of their season. Uh, um, I, the Cardinals really were in control all the way in that game, um, as Vicksburg was in their game with Portage Central. So, you know, <laughs> from from game to game, you know, that, that happens in, in high school basketball, as we all know, and especially as we head toward tournament time. So the Cardinals, uh, as we know, finished 23-2 and last year. They are currently 18-3 and heading into this regular season finale. And on Tuesday, we saw an awesome display of three-point shooting in the first quarter of the game against Otsego. Seven in that quarter, nine total in the game. Final score was 44-28. to you know, Margot Boyd was talking uh, at the scorer's table, and the, she said the Vicksburg, uh, or not Vicksburg, but... Uh, Otsego? Yeah, thank The you. other Bulldogs in the Wolverine Conference, right? <laughs> the Otsego scorekeeper was saying, is, is this normal for you guys? And Margot says, well, it's the second game in a row we've done it, so uh, we're, we're hoping it's getting there. And, boy, they have. They've just been lighting it up from deep, and... and and you know the Cardinals don't have a, a super strong inside game, so it just it just makes sense for them, and they're embracing it, and uh, it's it's looking great in the last few games. So Riley Van Aken had two of those three pointers, led the team with ten points, also three rebounds. Ellie Foley had a couple of three pointers; she had nine points, three rebounds, three assists. Ellie Anderson had a couple of those uh, three pointers; she had nine points and three boards. Maya Porter, nine points, all of those from beyond the arc. She also had four rebounds. Coley Burkhart with five boards to lead the team in that stat. Kara Miller with six assists to lead the team. So Ellie Foley averaging 9.7 points, 4.8 rebounds, 2.7 assists a game. Maya Porter now averaging 7.7 .7 points, 3.6 boards, two assists. Ellie Anderson, 7.5 points, 3.3 rebounds, 1.5 blocks a game. Riley Van Aken now up to 6.1 points a game. Kenzie Scheid, 5.5 points, 4.9 rebounds a game. Coley Burkhart, 4.5 points, 5.4 rebounds. So you, you see the balance there in the Cardinal roster, too, for head coach Ken Smoker. Very much. And, you know, you just think about their losses, Sean. You know, a, a senior-dominated team, Northwest, that they split with this year. Those two outstanding players, Weller and Mitchell, that are seniors, four-year mm -hmm. starters. And then, I don't know, Marshall just had their number. Kryptonite. Kryptonite yeah, is what, what I've been calling them ever since that second loss. <laughs> and uh, Wado had two outstanding games against against him for Marshall. And then they, uh, they just played dynamite defense. But... 
Otherwise, you know, the Cardinals have had another fantastic season. Well, go ahead, take this two-minute break and be back with more from Coldwater High School. You're listening to Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. Going to an RV show? Looking to upgrade or buy your first RV? And you know where to go first. Your first stop is Halet Trailers in Coldwater. Hi, I'm Chase Halet. Hi, I'm Vanessa. Check out the RV show, then come see us for a great deal. Merrick here. Hey, Mom. Let them know to shop Halet Trailers in Coldwater first. I'm Mylan, and yeah, we have a great selection of pre-owned RVs in stock. Some of these campers and RVs are like new. We have everything from a 1993 to a 2023. It's simple. Compare our prices, selection, and customer satisfaction. If you need service, we have that. Give us a call and make an appointment. If you plan to sell your RV, we'll do that for you too. We do all the work. So you don't have to. All you have to do is just pick up a check. It's that easy. Let us sell your RV, horse trailer, stock trailer, car or truck at Halet Trailers, two miles east of Meyer on US-12 Coldwater. And remember, before you buy your RV, shop Halet's first. A fire breaks out in your home or business. Call the red trucks to put out the flames and call on the green vans to help put your life back together at 1-800-SERVE-PRO for SERVE-PRO of Branch and South Calhoun counties. That's where you'll find a team of cleanup specialists with the training and the trust of the insurance industry to help make it like it never even happened. So when fire or water damage strikes your home or business, strike back by calling the cleanup team that's faster to any size disaster. Serve Pro of Branch in South Calhoun counties at 1-800-SERVE-PRO or log on to servepro.com like it never even happened. At Serve Pro of Branch in South Calhoun counties, no job is too big and no question is too small. So when fire or water damage strikes your home or business, call on Serve Pro of Branch in South Calhoun counties at 517-278-5261. That's where you'll find a team of specialists that's faster to any size disaster. So when things that matter most are on the line, make sure Surpro Branch in South Calhoun Counties is too by calling 517-278-5261. That's Surfpro Branch in South Calhoun Counties. Helping make fire and water damage like it never even happened. Franchises are independently owned and operated. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. We're back here at Coldwater High School and the Coach Floyd EV Gymnasium. We're a few minutes away from the opening tip of our regular season girls basketball finale between Coldwater and Portage Central. In addition to this game, the other action around the Interstate A, we got Hastings hosting Wellspring Prep, Marshall hosting Lakeview, Northwest playing at Grand Ledge, Penfield at Go Lake, and Western at Hazlitt. And that puts a wrap on the regular season for uh, girls basketball. There's only one uh, district game coming up on Monday for the girls involving Interstate 8 teams, and that is Hastings taking on their cross-county rival Lake Odessa Lakewood in the opening game of the Portland District. Everybody else uh, in the I-8 will be playing Wednesday, and that, of course, includes the Coldwater Cardinals, who will face either Sturgis or Lakeview uh, Wednesday in the Gold Lake District semifinals. Boys basketball in the Interstate 8. There's only one team still alive in this year's boys basketball tournament. Murph, it's not the team that you think it is. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that, that would be a surprise. And, that, and it turns out that it's uh, the team that finished last in the league, uh, the Penfield Panthers. Why? Because they beat Marshall in overtime yesterday, 58-56. Really nice win for <laughs> them. 
So they get Vicksburg, uh, who comes in at 10 and 12, Penfield at 10 and 14 right now. So uh, everybody else in the I-8 was eliminated. Harper Creek's uh, late season run ended at the hands of Smack East champ Lakeview, 56-36. Northwest pummeled by Ann Arbor Huron, 76-35. Hastings lost to Holland Christian, 71-44. And the I-8 champions, uh, Parma Western, edged by Onstead, 62-60 at the Western District, where... Onstead and Adrian, the two loaded teams from Lunaway County, will be playing for the district championship tomorrow. Boy, what a tough district, yeah. <laughs> Two-point loss for Western, and uh, and Penfield actually got their 10th win of the year, 10-14 and 14 overall. That's, uh, that's pretty impressive. Of course, coming up this weekend, we've got the state bowling finals, team competition tomorrow. Good luck to the Bronson Vikings. A singles competition on Saturday with Coldwater and Bronson being represented. The individual wrestling finals tomorrow and uh, yeah, tomorrow and Saturday at Ford Field. Uh, the team finals were this past weekend at Wings Event Center in Kalamazoo, and that's the first story on tonight's edition of this week in high school sports. Team wrestling puts up more back-to-back-to-backs than Chris Berman in his prime, and unseasonably warm temps can't stop the downhill ski finals. I'm John Ross, and this is This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid. For longtime listeners of this program, this first section is going to sound very, very familiar. But I promise it's not a repeat, even though all four team wrestling champions are repeats. That's right. Detroit Catholic Central, Lowell, Dundee, and Hudson all repeated as team wrestling champs, with some winning more than just back-to-back. In Division I, Detroit Catholic defeated Heartland 41-12 in the championship match. It's DCC's second straight D1 title, sixth in the last eight years, and 17th in program history. In three rounds over the weekend, the Shamrocks allowed just 21 total points. In Division II, Lowell bested Freeland in the championship match, securing an 11th straight D2 title for the Red Arrows. The last time Lowell didn't win the title was 2013, Frozen was a top movie, and the Harlem Shake was a thing. In Division Three, Dundee beat Whitehall 49-20 in the championship match. That makes seven straight team titles for the Vikings, nine of the last 11, and 16 finals titles overall. And in Division Four, Hudson won for a third straight time, this year beating St. Louis in the championship. This is the Tigers' sixth title in the last eight years and 11th overall. That's four champions, all who need a new wing in the trophy case for their wrestling hardware. For complete coverage of the team championships, as well as all of the information you need for this weekend's individual finals at Ford Field, please check out MHSAA.com. It's time for Game Balls, when we highlight a trio of standout performances from the past week. First, Zealand's Riley Smith. In her sixth and final game bowling at regionals, she rolled a perfect 300, claiming the individual regional championship and helping Zeeland advance to the MHSAA finals. Bark River Harris's Lauren Zawada, she put up 17 points, 7 rebounds, 7 assists, and 6 steals in a win over Munising, giving the Broncos an outright Skyline Central Conference title. And to Marquette hockey coach Doug Garrow, he notched his 200th win as coach and a 7-1 win over Escanaba. For high school seniors, the matchup of the year isn't on the field. It's actually online. 
That's right. When you fill out the FAFSA, you know, the free application for federal student aid, you could also be eligible for thousands of dollars in additional money from the Michigan Achievement Scholarship. Yep, nearly 80% of students who fill out the FAFSA may be eligible. Now that's a matchup we can all root for. Get started today at michigan.gov achievement. The Michigan Achievement Scholarship. It's a game changer. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with registered official Paige Winnie. You may remember the scene from the movie Hoosiers where coach Melvin Dale pulls Raid from a game on principle and later keeps him on the bench, electing to use just four players. Is this legal? The answer is no. NFHS rules state that if you have five eligible players, all must play and you must have five to start the game. You're only allowed to play with fewer because of injury or disqualification. During the pandemic, some coaches facing teams down to four players had their fifth player stand near the sideline to create a four-on-four in the spirit of good sportsmanship, which is legal. But you can't do what Coach Dale did and say, that's my team. Thanks, Paige. Now more than ever, we need officials. If you're interested, please go to the MHSAA website now to register. Repeat champions were the theme of the day at the MHSAA ski finals as well. Yes, despite the balmy temps, there is skiing taking place. Starting in Division Two, which took place at Nubs Knob in Harbor Springs, the Petoskey boys team won its fifth straight title and 12th in the last 13 years. On the girls' side, Cadillac won its second title in three years and now has a top three finish in each of the last four years. Over at Boyne Highlands for the Division One finals, it was Traverse City Central's boys' team ending the Traverse City West three-year run as champion. Flip those results on the girls' side, TC West repeats as champion, with TC Central coming in second. Complete results, including individual champions, can be found at MHSAA.com. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us. I'm John Ross, and we'll be back next week. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater. We're back here at Coldwater High School and the Coach Floyd E.B. Gymnasium. Starting lineups are being introduced right now, so let's get to them right here for the Coldwater Cardinals. 18-3 and three under head coach Ken Smoker. It's the same lineup he went with on Tuesday. In the backcourt will be Riley Van Aken, 5'6 sophomore, Ellie Foley. 5'8 junior and Maya Porter, a 5'10 sophomore. Up front, Ellie Anderson, a 6'0 junior, and Coley Burkhardt, a 5'10 sophomore. For Portage Central, 17-1 under head coach Rob Brown. Senior Macy Searles, junior Riley Kane, senior Louie Wilkes, senior Chloe Thompson, and senior Riley Stevenson. Well, let's hear about your keys of the game here, Murph. Okay, uh, Sean, we, one of them, Coach Smoker, is really uh, intent on. you got to defend the three-point line tonight. These... Uh, Portage Central Club likes to launch threes. They're very athletic. And then the second thing, you got to really handle the ball well tonight. They're a little full court press, more than likely the entire game. They turned Marshall over 29 times in their win over the Red Hawks. Uh, that's going to be a key tonight. Coldwater in their home. Whites with the red numerals and black trim will move from left to right here in the first half. Portage Central in their navy blue uniforms, white numerals, gold trim. 
gold shoulder yokes on the front. We see Macy Searles jumping at center circle against Ellie Anderson. A couple of six-footers right at the center court circle. Ball is in the air. It is slapped into the front court to Foley. Finger roller good for Maya Porter on the set play. It's amazing how many times that works all right off the opening tip. Cardinals starting out. Uh, what are they starting out in defensively? They're going to play man-to-man all night long, Coach Smoker said. Here's Chloe Thompson along the baseline trying to get it back out off the fingertips of Louie Wilkes. Saved to Burkhardt, who immediately got tied up. Possession arrow pointing toward the Mustangs. Yep, Dave Benham, our homer buddy, one of our officials tonight. It is going to be Portage Central ball as the scorer's table reminded the referees. Coldwater almost got a free chance there, Murph. <laughs> got her straight. Louie Wilkes <laughs> runs right into Riley Van Aken, right elbow. That is going to be the first foul of the game against Van Aken, just 32 seconds in. Riley probably should have had her feet better set to take the charge. Ball is inbounded, left corner, open three-pointer, good for Riley King. And Portage Central has their first lead of the night, three to two. Ball quickly into the front court for Coldwater. Ellie Foley on the right wing. Defensively, what's Portage Central showing? Riley Van Aken being pushed to the sideline by her defender, Louie Wilkes. Ball comes to Burkhardt on the left wing. Foley up top for three, she answers. Yeah, looks like a little man-to-man both teams tonight. Five to three, Coldwater back up on top. Louie Wilkes cut off at the left elbow. Ball dished to the right side. Another three-point try. It rolls off the rim. Doesn't drop for Macy Searles. Coldwater with a rebound. Porter to Foley. Foley right wing. Dish it to Burkhardt inside to Van Aken. Someone left Van Aken open. Fortunately, a triple team collapsed on her. Knocked the ball out of bounds. Coldwater will get it back. Fortunately, if you're listening from Portage on our web streams tonight. Foley inbounds to Anderson. She thought about the three-pointer in front of Stevenson. Porter with a head fake on the right wing. Ball to Foley left side. Up top, back to Anderson. 6.20 6.20 left to play in the first quarter. Cardinals up 5-3 against Portage Central from here at Coldwater. We're glad you're listening on this Thursday night. Porter has the ball right corner. Searles is guarding her. Porter in trouble. The count is on. Porter runs the curl, takes a finger roller in for the score. Kind of almost like a last desperation uh, <laughs> move by Maya, but it worked out great. That was all her pass, almost intercepted by Ellie Anderson, but she's, I think she's going to get dinged for the, yep, it will be Ellie Anderson's first foul team second. No fouls yet for Portage Central. 5.54 left to play in the first quarter. Cardinals up 7-3. to three. It's Portage Central ball. Luke's to, Wilkes to inbound. Caught by Riley King. Burkhardt is guarding her on the man-to-man D. Attempting the handoff to Wilkes. It was pickpocketed by Van Aken. Van Aken to Foley. Thought about the three-pointer, but thought better of it. We'll get it to Porter. Right corner. It bounces two times. Doesn't go in. Van Aken with a rebound. Takes it back outside to the perimeter. 
Burkhardt on the left corner. Now to Foley. Back to Anderson. She's on the left corner now. To Foley, cross courts it. Burkhardt on the right wing. Inside to Porter. Fade away from the baseline is good. Nice assist by Coley to a streaking Maya Porter. Got that off the glass and good. Porter with six of Coldwater's nine points. It's nine to three. We're approaching the five-minute mark here in the first quarter. King hands off top of the key. Stevenson is cut off. Pass went inside. Was looking for Chloe Thompson. It was intercepted by Coldwater. Foley to Burkhardt on the left wing. Right elbow, dish it to Van Aken on the right side. At the free throw line now, out to Maya Porter. Drives, kicks it out to Cousin Riley. Now Maya Porter, 17-footer, goes 19 and into the hands of Stevenson. Riley Stevenson in the backcourt. Now across the timeline. Stevenson coast to coast, left it just a little short. Burkhart with a rebound. 425 left to play in the first quarter. Cardinals up on Portage Central, 9-3. Here's Foley, top of the key. Moves to the right. Dishes to Maya Porter. Again, thinking about the three-pointer, will hand off to Van Aken on a little weave. Burkhart up top to Anderson around right wing. Foley fakes a three, takes a long jumper from the right wing, drains it. Five for Foley, six for Porter. It's 11-3, Cardinals. We're halfway through the first quarter. We've got a substitute for Portage Central waiting for the action to stop so that sub can get in. Well, we might get a cold water substitution too momentarily because Riley Van Aken with a bump committed her second foul, team third of the quarter. So for Coldwater, we get Kara Miller, 5'5", senior. For Portage Central, Ava Tate, who is a sophomore, one of two sophomores on the Mustang varsity. Ball inbounded, top of the key. Three-pointer, spins off, doesn't go in for Searles. So Searles has been shut out so far. Anderson to Foley, Foley across the timeline. The dish to Burkhart, left corner, driving baseline. Overshot the rim, ball tipped, ball tipped again. Saved by Searles in front of the Bird squad, and she got ran over. Maya Porter with her first foul already. Four fouls up on the board for the Cardinals. None yet for the Mustangs. Well, another good start by the Cardinals, which we've been seeing the last few games off to this 11-3 start. 3.35 to go in the first quarter. Katie Bumgarner, a junior, coming in for Riley King on the Portage Central side. Mustangs haven't scored since that opening three-pointer by Riley King. Searles from the left corner, tried it again, missed it again, and someone went over Porter's back. That's going to be the first foul on Portage Central. Ava Tate, the guilty party. That was just a great job by Maya. She clearly was screening out her defender and drew that offensive uh, over-the-back foul. Kenzie Scheid, six-foot senior coming in for Ellie Anderson. 319 left to play in the first quarter. Cardinals up 11-3. Does it kind of look like a 1-2-2 zone that Portage Central showed? No, now they drop back man-to-man. Here's Shy, top of the key. Slings it, looking for Foley. Off of her fingertips, here comes Ava Tate. She slows up between the circles. A drive to the baseline by Bumgarner. Bounce it inside. Louis Wilkes trying to post up. Foley is guarding her on the blocks. Back outside to Bumgarner. Bumgarner drives. Gets a triple. 
triple team on her. Back out to Wilkes on the left corner. Forces a 15-footer and an offensive foul. Foley does not take the charge this time. It looks like uh, Kara Miller does. Well, you know what you're going to get with Kara in there. She's going to give you all kinds of quickness and good defensive game. Timeout, Rob Brown, a 30-second timeout. 2.42 left in the first quarter. Cardinals up on Portage Central, 11-3. We're back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. At Integrity Apparel, screen printing and embroidery, we're not just about clothing. We're about expression. Whether it's your school logo on tees, corporate logo on business apparel, varsity jackets, or cozy winter accessories, we've got the touch. But hold on, there's more. We design and print promotional items, banners, and much more. Ready? to stand out call 278-8101 that's integrity apparel screen printing and embroidery in downtown Coldwater. let us turn your vision into a vibrant reality am 1590 fm 95.5 wtvb 11-3 Coldwater leading portage central girls basketball regular season finale 242 left in the quarter it's Coldwater ball in the backcourt portage central electing not to press right now Yep, they have not put that on. You know, we may not see it tonight. Neither team wants to show the other uh, very much tonight. Especially given what you said about the possibility of seeing each other in the regional semifinals if the cards fall correctly, if you will. Cardinal ball here is Burkhart running on the curl. Kick it out to Miller. Tosses to Foley. Sideline left. Now up top to Scheid around to Porter on the right wing. Lob it inside. Get it back out to Miller. Now Foley fakes the three-pointer, drives down the middle of the lane, put it up off the back of the rim. She gets her own rebound out to Miller. Miller driving, cut off, outside to Foley, up top. Porter for three, off the front of the rim. Rebound side, got blocked. She'll go up and shoot a pair with a minute 55 left in the quarter. The foul on uh, Louis Wilkes, if I saw that correctly, which would be her second. Team third for the Mustangs. So to the bench for Portage Central after the first of two from McKenzie in the free throw line. It's good. First free throw of the night for either team. Riley King back in. Oh, shy from the free throw line. 28 of 49 coming in, 57.1%. Second one is also good. The Cardinals increase the lead to 10, 13 to 3. Minute 52 and counting left to play in the quarter. Bumgarner is between the circles, now moves right wing, hands off on the weave. Searles tries another three-pointer and finally got one. Timeout, Ken Smoker. That, yeah. was, uh, that was quick on the trigger there on the uh, timeout. Well, that's that's one of the big emphasis tonight is you got to guard the three-point line, and they have six points on two threes. One from Searles, one from King. Yep, and Searles was wide open on that one. So Coach Smoker wants to send a message here. Come on, let's clean up the defense. Really interesting, though, in terms of coaching strategy, Sean. You know, you're not seeing the press from Portage Central, which is kind of their their trademark, and then... Coach Smoker says we're not going to show any zone tonight, which they've used effectively, you know, in the latter part of the season. So both looking ahead as well as finishing up this uh, season tonight. We're back underway following the Coldwater timeout. Each team with four left. Here's Maya Porter on the left wing. Bounce it inside. Kara Miller kick it out to Shide around back to Miller. 
She's on the right corner, drives baseline, trying to get it back out. Burkhart catches up to it, inside to Shy, posting up, turnaround shot from the left blocks, just short, rebound by Searles. Stevenson also helping out there, here comes Bumgarner. And at 10 left to play in the quarter, Cardinals 13 to six, they lead by seven. Here's a dribble drive, cut off at the elbow as Riley King needs help. Finds a driving Riley Stevenson, 12-foot jumper from down the middle is short. She got bumped, no call. Other end of the floor, offensive foul on Maya Porter. Searles takes the charge, and that's two on Maya. <laughs> well, player control foul. Uh, Porter Central will get the ball out of bounds. Ellie Anderson, who had come out earlier, is now back in. I think that one could have easily went either way, that foul call, or, or it could have been a no call, but uh, that's two, as you mentioned, two on Maya, two on Riley. And two on Louis Wilkes for Portage Central if you're looking uh, foul trouble the other way. Searles fakes a three-pointer, top of the key, drives, takes a jumper from the elbow, whistle foul. Was it on the shot, though? I guess it doesn't matter because Coldwater's over the limit in the quarter. Miller with her first foul. Searles to the free throw line. Since I have stats, uh, she is about a 57% free throw shooter. I don't know if you caught this uh, breaking collegiate basketball news uh, before you came out here. Searles sinking the first one. Iowa megastar Caitlin Clark is declaring for the WNBA draft. She will not come back as a fifth-year senior for the Hawkeyes. Oh, interesting. Yeah, no, I hadn't heard that. Uh, this just coming out late this afternoon, early this evening. And can't say I blame her. She's done just about everything she can do in the collegiate women's basketball game, aside from winning her team a national championship. Split on the free throws by Macy Searles. Other end of the floor. Foley drains a three-pointer from the right wing. 16-7 with 20 seconds left to play in the quarter. Cardinals up. Ball poked away by Foley. Poked away from Ava Tate. Tate on Foley's hip, put it up, leave it short. Tate with a foul, and that's gonna be her second. Well, it's three turnovers on uh, Portage Central, just two for the Cardinals so far tonight. In Ellie Foley, you've got the team's best free throw shooter at about 78%, 57 of 73 coming in. First one, nothing but net. Danica Cox coming in to give Coley Burkhardt a rest here. Cousin for cousin substitution. Danica's a 5'8 sophomore. Nine points now for Foley and 10 as she gets both free throws. 18 to 7, 10 seconds left to play in the quarter. Portage Central ball. Here's Tate driving baseline, right side. Double team on her. Ball rolls out to Bumgarner. Bumgarner kicks it out to the left corner. Three pointer. Short for Searles. Buzzer sounds to end the first quarter. Coldwater up on the Mustangs, 18-7 after one. Second quarter in a minute. You're listening to Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. 
Hi, Erwin at Cole Ford. Let me tell you, do we have inventory? We're bursting out at the seams we have so much inventory. If you want trucks, we have a sweetheart of a deal for you. 1.9 for 72 months. That's right, I didn't slip. 1.9 for 72 months on a new F-Series truck. F-Series, the number one selling vehicle for 47 straight years. We even have 0% available. I have Super Duties. I have Transits. I have Lightnings. I even have Mach-E's. I have so much inventory, folks. I just want to get rid of these vehicles so we can get ready for the 2024 model year. And large cash rebates. We also have trade-in rebate. That's right. Just trade in any vehicle and you can get additional rebates. That's why we're giving such deals right now. Cole Ford right here on US 12 in beautiful Coldwater, Michigan or ColeFordLincoln.com. Everything you want, Cole's got it. See dealer for complete details. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Through the first eight minutes, Ellie Foley with 10, Maya Porter with six, Kenzie Scheid with a couple of free throws. That's Coldwater's 18 points. For Portage Central, Macy Searles with four, Riley King with three. That's their seven. Coldwater ball to start the second quarter. Jayla Sloan, 5'5", senior, who came in during the break between quarters, inbounding to Ellie Foley. Kenzie Scheid gets the ball to Danica Cox, now back outside to Sloan. Bounce it to Anderson on the right wing, up top to Cox. On the weave, it comes to Foley. Being pestered defensively by Riley King. Ball to Scheid, left wing. Foley cross courts it to Cox, right side. Cut off the free throw line, back out to Scheid. She'll try to drive right, right side. It's tied up by Bumgarner. We get a jump ball, possession arrow to Portage Central as uh, we see a possession arrow defect over at the scorer's table. Now it is on, it's ordered central ball, a trail by 11. Here is Riley Stevenson getting out of a double team. Bounce pass comes inside to Ellie Anderson, was looking for Lindsey Lambricks, a senior who came in during the break between quarters. But the Cardinals get the pick, fully bounce it to Anderson between the circles. Seven of six left to play until halftime, Cardinals up 18 to seven. Anderson left wing. Now get it top of the key, swing it right side. Kenzie Scheid moves to her left, hands off top of the key to Anderson. Anderson, right wing being guarded by Searles, now out to Cox. Back between the circles it comes. Sloan to Anderson on the right wing. Anderson, Searles on her. We had a whistle and a foul. I think that was away from where Searles and Anderson was battling, wasn't it? It was. Riley King picking up her first foul, team first of the quarter for Portage Central. So that was a bit away from where the action was. Yeah, Ellie Foley was trying to post up down low and uh, that drew the foul. Shied out, Burkhart in for Coldwater. Coldwater gets the ball back. Sloan, right corner, drives baseline. Feed it inside, looking for Cox. She slips, She's trying to secure the ball as Louie Wilkes along with Ellie Foley. Oh my goodness, they get. Wilkes for the traveling violation before the tie-up. Coldwater gets it back. Of course, they were going to get back on the possession arrow anyway if the tie-up was successful. Anderson to inbound to our right. Six and a half minutes left until halftime. Cardinals up 18 to seven. Here is Foley. Crossover dribble, kick the ball out to Anderson right corner. Now up top to Sloan around to Burkhart. Now Cox on the left corner. Cox juggles, gets the ball back out to Sloan. 
Cross-court lob to Burkhardt inside to Anderson, back out to Cox. And now Sloan, left wing for three. Off the rim, no good. It was a good look. Battle for the ball. Who was it last off of? It looks like it was off of Burkhardt. Yeah, Portage is doing a good job closing in on the Cardinal three-point shooters. And, of course, they've uh, known about their last couple games. So that's going to be a point of emphasis there, too. But good hustle defensively in their man-to-man. Under six left to play in the first half. Coldwater up 18-7 on Portage Central. Portage Central receiving an honorable mention in the most recent AP poll that came out. Another steal off a bad Portage Central pass. Foley comes up with a steal. Passes to Anderson on the right wing. Anderson to Burkhart, right corner, lobbing inside to Cox. It was deflected off of her and picked up by Searles. Macy Searles, team's leading scorer. Tonight with four so far. She has the ball between the circles. Burkhart trying to poke the ball away. A forced shot off the glass, almost dropped from the right elbow. Rebound Anderson. Boy, Burkhart for, forced a real awkward-looking shot there by Searles. Here's Cox on the left corner to Sloan, 30 feet away. Lob it to the right wing. Burkhart to Foley, right corner, up top to Danica. Danica to Foley, right wing. Being guarded by Riley King. Both move to the top of the key. Bounce pass to Burkhart. Wow, push off on Coldwater? Wow. Sloan with her first foul, team first the quarter. Did you see that one, Murph? No, I didn't. I don't know what, to, maybe just a little push as she's trying to get open. I'm not sure what that was. Well, as it is, Portage Central with the ball. They make a few substitutions. Carson Stevenson, a younger sister of Riley Stevenson. Carson is a sophomore, had the ball. Ball out of bounds and another Portage Central turnover. Over to Coach Smoker in the corner. He <laughs> hands it to Kara Miller, and here we go. Not much scoring here recently here, Sean. No scoring yet in the third quarter. It's three and a half minutes old, 18 to seven. We've been stuck at that since the end of the first quarter. Kenzie Scheid on the right wing. Not a whole lot of shots being taken, to be honest with you. Maybe one or two for Coldwater, and I don't think any yet for Portage Central. Yeah, both defenses uh, really digging in. Here's Foley driving right wing, kick the ball out to Miller, left side. Now back to Foley. She's up top, being guarded by Louis Wilkes this time. Pass deflected, Burkhart to Miller in the right corner. Now right wing, Foley takes a three-pointer, wide right. And out of bounds to Portage Central. Were you able to confirm that uh, in one of the quarters uh, Tuesday night where the Cardinals were shut out, that that was the first time that it happened all season? Did not get anything official on that, but I wouldn't be at all surprised. We might see a double shutout here the way things are going. Another missed shot by Portage Central. It's still 18-7. Cardinals, 338 left until halftime. Here's Foley on the right corner. Swing it to Burkhart, left wing. Her feet are inside the arc right now. Ball lobbed to Scheid, and now Foley on the corner right side. Foley driving, cut off by a double team. Burkhart back out to Miller on the left wing, moving to the corner. Did she just flat out lose the ball, or did someone come in from behind to deflect it? Yeah, it's going to be Cardinal ball underneath. And, and you know, the it's been a long trademark of 
Ken Smoker's teams, they do not take bad shots, and, and that's what's uh, causing this. A lot of patience offensively. Portage's good defense. It's not seeing many looks. Here's Miller driving on the curl, and she's caught for traveling. She saw three Mustangs converge on her, and that caused her to slip and fall. And the traveling violation. What's the turnover situation looking like right now? Yeah, they're mounting here in the second quarter. We'll go over those halftime stats during the Branch County Abstract and Title Halftime Report. Here's a jumper inside the free throw line. A brick for Louis Wilkes off the front of the rim. Whistle and a foul on the ensuing battle for the rebound. Yeah, we have four in this second quarter. Six total turnovers on the Cardinals to six for the Mustangs as well. Foley with a foul, her first team second. First to two from the free throw line is good. I, oh, there we go. I had to wait for her ponytail to move just so I could see her number. It's number three, Carson Stevenson. Second one is good. The first two points of the second quarter coming from Portage Central from the free throw line. It's 18-9 Cardinals. Here's Shy juggling the ball in motion. Even Stevie Wonder could have seen that traveling call. <laughs> yeah, Coach Smoker getting a little frustrated in the second quarter. The Cardinals have been outscored so far 2-0. Here comes Portage Central. And those two points are coming from the free throw line. The drive on the curl by Riley Stevenson. She draws a foul. Kenzie Scheid with her first team third of the quarter. Non-shooting foul. The Mustangs will get the ball out of bounds underneath their basket with 2.42 left until halftime. 18-9. The current score. Ava Tate is going to come in before the ball is inbounded. Taking a break is Riley Stevenson. Ball is inbounded, left quarter to Carson Stevenson, and a bumping, wow. Well, I, I can see the bumping foul on Kara Miller. Her feet were not set at all for her to take the charge. Kara picks up her second team fourth. Sloan comes in for her. Well, Sloan's going to be on Carson Stevenson as we get the ball inbounded again. Carson Stevenson catches left wing. Up top it comes to Chloe Thompson. She slips inside the free throw line, gets it back out to Carson Stevenson. The dish comes to Macy Searles, being guarded by Coley Burkhart. Under two and a half left to play in the first half. Burkhart trying to poke the ball away. Searles is in all sorts of trouble. The count is on, the ball is lobbed. It's caught right wing, Chloe Thompson. She drives baseline, floater good. Scoring on a broken play. That's the first field goal of this quarter for either team. It comes from Portage Central. Three-pointer, Ellie Anderson, a brick. Sloan with a rebound up top. Foley to Anderson. Gets it to Sloan right wing. Now Burkhardt drives baseline right side. Put it up. Draw the foul. Something that we haven't seen in the previous six minutes of this quarter, really. Well, nice offensive board by Jayla Sloan. And then also... Coley Burkhardt just giving Searles all kinds of fits down here defensively. Just doing a great job on her. But you know who picked up the foul for Portage Central? Louie Wilkes, and that's her third team second of the quarter. First of two from Coley Burkhardt. Spins off the back of the rim. Uh, Burkhardt on the season from the free throw line. About 65.8%. 
couple of substitutions made. Of course, Louie Wilkes coming to the bench with her three fouls. Second of two from Burkhardt is good. And there with a minute 56 left to play in the first half, the first cardinal point of this quarter. 19-11, Coldwater up eight. Clock is moving. Here's a dribble drive by Katie Bumgarner. Kicks the ball out to Riley Stevenson back in. Fans thought there should have been a charge. There is no call. Yeah, definitely missed a charge there. Foley drawing. Would have drawn it. Portage Central wound up scoring. I didn't even see who got the basket. Driving to the cup was Ellie Foley. She's fouled. Yeah, you know, sometimes people, uh, you know, <laughs> go down early on the attempted charge call. Um, Ellie did not do that. She got rammed into in good shape, but no call this time. First to two is good for Ellie Foley. She now has 11 points. The foul was on Macy Searles, her first team third of the quarter. Carson Stevenson out, and we see Riley King back in for the Mustangs. Cardinals back up seven, and now eight. Foley makes both free throws. She now has 12 of the Cardinals, 21 points. Ordered Central thus far outscoring Coldwater in this quarter, four to three. Cardinals have not made a field goal yet in this quarter. Here's Ava Tate driving baseline, put it up off the glass, no good, Shide with a rebound. Here comes Ellie Foley, moving off a Shide screen to the right wing, hand off to Sloan on the weave, now up top to Anderson. Around left wing, couple of head fakes by Burkhardt, under a minute left to play in the half, Cardinals up 21 to 13, three-pointer. Foley can't get it to drop it, rattle off the rim ball. Ricochet is off of several players, comes to Kate Bumgarner's hands. She tosses into the front court to Riley King. Now back to Bumgarner. Macy Searles settles things down between the circles. Searles to the right blocks. Floater good. How about that shot? That was, that was nice. She got by Burkhart for a change. Faced shied and still got the ball up for about a five-footer. Cardinal lead down to six, 21 to 15. Burkhardt inside to Anderson. Kick the ball out to Shide, left elbow. 17 seconds left in the quarter. Sloan on the right corner. Kicks the ball out to the left wing. Three-pointer is short for Anderson. Rebound Searles. The Cardinals have not made a field goal this quarter. Order Central feeling a little bit more confident, but the air ball made by Tate. Three-quarter court shot was deflected at the buzzer. 21-15. Coldwater still leading Portage Central, but the Mustangs not going away quietly. The Branch County Abstract entitled Halftime Report coming up in three minutes. You're listening to Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskwood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Haskwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HaskKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. 
SKWood PC. Lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. If you're buying or selling real estate, putting the right team on your side to help you navigate the ever-changing real estate world is one of the most important things you can do. Hi, I'm Carrie Foley. And that team is Midwestern Realty Group. I'm Jim Bowers, and we constantly meet with lenders, title companies, and appraisers to keep on top of all of these changes. Jill Bowers here. Every one of our agents has a minimum of five years experience buying and selling real estate, many over 20 years experience. We also have three in-house associate brokers and an in-house auctioneer. I'm David Foley. We know how to maneuver you through the buying and selling process from the start to the closing table. Experience matters. I'm Doug Campbell. Put our team on your team to make sure there are no surprises, just success and satisfaction. And I'm Sharon Atkinson. Midwestern Realty can help you with your version of the American dream. I'm Debbie Lowndes Bowers, broker owner of Midwestern Realty Group in Coldwater. Reach out to our team so you can reach out to your dream. See the experts today at Midwestern Realty Group or online at MidwesternRealty.com. Hewley's Jewelry in downtown Coldwater has always offered a beautiful selection of fine jewelry priced to fit every budget. But did you know we also offer ear piercing daily, custom engraving, and a huge selection of gift items, including willow tree and Michigan-made copper artwork, just to name a few. We buy gold and silver, cash paid on the spot. Stop in today to see all we have to offer. Hewley's Jewelry and so much more. Family owned in downtown Coldwater since 1968. If you're staying closer to home these days, backyard birding is a great year-round hobby. And Nottawa Gas in Nottawa and Tecancha have everything you need to connect to the fascinating world right outside your window. From bird watching guides to bird houses to bird bath heaters, let your hobby take flight. Right now, get a 50-pound bag of black-oiled sunflower seeds or suet cakes in a wide variety. Connect with nature in your own backyard. Nottawa Gas on Eleanor Drive in Centerville and on US 27 South of Tecancha and online at nottawagas.com. If you notice that your furnace or water heater can't get the job done, it's time to call a pro. Hi, this is Mike Morton with Acre Mechanical. Call our residential services team. We'll diagnose the problem and recommend whether to repair or replace your unit. If it needs replaced, we can help with a new Bryant or train furnace or water heater. Visit akerinc.com or call 517-278-0773 for service 24-7. Acre Mechanical serves Coldwater, Fremont, Angola, and surrounding areas. Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems, whatever it takes. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. It's halftime here at Coldwater High School's Coach Floyd E.B. Gymnasium. The regular season girls basketball finale between Coldwater and Portage Central. It's kind of turned into a defensive battle. 21-15, the Cardinals lead at the halftime break. The halftime report is brought to you by Branch County Abstract and Title. Wishing good luck to the Cardinals. When buying or selling your home, ask your realtor or banker to use Branch County Abstract and Title for your title insurance and closing needs. It's your choice. Locally owned and operated, Branch County Abstract and Title has been serving Branch County since 1868. Contact them at 278-6960. Scoring for Coldwater, Ellie Foley currently leading all scores with 12 points. Six for Maya Porter, two for Kenzie Scheid, one for Coley Burkhart. That is Coldwater's 21 points. For Portage Central, Macy Searles uh, did get a basket off of the failed charge attempt by Foley, so she leads the Mustangs. Searles does with eight. Three for Riley King, two each for Carson Stevenson and Chloe Thompson. That is their 15 points. 18-7 start to the game for Coldwater, but in the second quarter, oh. (laughs) Eight to three, Portage Central outscored Coldwater. The Cardinals did not make a field goal at all. In fact, uh, the first field goal 
if I recall correctly, was converted with under two left to play in the quarter by Porter Central. It was a little brutal in that second quarter. Uh, what do you mean we, a little brutal? Come on. We've got to, we've got to credit a lot of defense. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, you know, as we mentioned, you know, Coach Smoker, his teams do not take bad shots. They're going to get pretty wide open to take them, and Portage Central just was not allowing that. They played some tenacious man-to-man, and uh, they're not showing cold water or any full-court pressure, which they're known for. The Cardinals not showing any zone uh, to Portage Central. Um, neither of these teams want to show a whole lot. They want to just get through this game. They are going to find out a little bit more about each other, but uh, they want to save some of their secret sauce for uh, the regionals if they happen to meet up there. Um, good thing Ellie Foley hit a couple threes. You know, both teams, Sean, I guess I, I have with, what, just two threes on both sides. One for Macy Searles, one for Riley King on the Portage Central side, and the two trays by Ellie Foley so far. Yep. Maya Porter's six points all came on drives, and... Uh, uh, she didn't, uh, I don't think she took a three-pointer uh, shot yet tonight, has she? Yeah, I, th- I think you're right. We've got a couple of, uh, we've got a couple by Anderson <laughs> attempted. Uh, and But, you know, both teams knew that they're uh, good three-point shooters, so they're, they've been out on them and yet haven't given up much inside either. So <laughs> you just got to credit the defense. Um, turnovers, we have seven on the Cardinals, six on the Mustangs. Uh, Five of them in that second quarter for the Cardinals. That was certainly led to that low point total as well. Earlier tonight, Portage Central took the underclassmen games. JV contest went to the Mustangs 62 to 23. Portage Central won the freshman contest 27 to 19 to the conclusion of the seasons for head coaches Brian Kelly and Mallory Repka, respectively. You know, good good learning process for uh, for both those clubs this year, and um, you know, not necessarily gaudy win totals, but you know, you've got of course a lot of young players up on the varsity that we've had for a couple of years. And, and this is not a senior-dominated team like some of those we've talked about, Sean, that we've lost to this year. But, um, you know, we're only a year or two away from that, and, and they're having outstanding seasons in the meantime. 21-15 to 15 the score right now. Coldwater leading Portage Central. Uh, other games uh, around the county. Uh, the Big Eight uh, regular season girls basketball finales. Uh, Union City playing at Concord. Bronson playing at Maple Valley. Quincy hosting Springport. And uh, Springport beating Concord Tuesday night to give uh, the Yellow Jackets a one game, uh, rather the Spartan one, uh, one game edge over the Yellow Jackets for the Big Eight lead. Uh, the games tonight will lock up probably the... Uh, Big eight for Springport, or we could see an upset in the making and a tie, but we'll see how it pans out. 21-15 back here, Coldwater on top of Portage Central. Second half in two minutes, you're listening to Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. Your 401k is likely one of your most important assets, but it's only one part of a comprehensive retirement strategy. Edward Jones can help you understand how your retirement assets fit into your entire retirement picture so you can work toward meeting your unique retirement goals. 
Contact me, Jay Wright, your local Edward Jones financial advisor at 327 West Chicago Street in Coldwater. Edward Jones, making sense of investing, member SIPC. Don't let concerns about shifts in the market disrupt your long-term financial goals. Hi, I'm Allison O'Connell, an Edward Jones financial advisor. Let's work together on an investment strategy for long-term results. While you can't control market volatility, you can control your financial future. Start by giving me a call at 517-279-0541. Edward Jones, member SIPC. I just love this restaurant, El Cerrito. That's El Cerrito. Oh, right. They have the best chimichangas. Actually, it's chimichangas. You must not eat Mexican food very often. Yes, at least once a week. But El Cerrito is my favorite. Stop by El Cerrito for lunch or dinner, even if you can't pronounce it. They'll serve up an endless bowl of chips and salsa while you decide what menu item will fill your craving. El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant in downtown Coldwater and in the Kroger Plaza, Hillsdale. When it comes to buying or selling real estate, it's more than just a transaction for us at Southern Marsh Realty. Hi, I'm Angie Marsh. If we're selling your house, we do more than just list it. We help stage it, clean, and spruce it up. But the one thing we don't do is charge administration fees. Whether buying or selling, make sure you ask your realtor about those fees. When selling your home, choose the number one agent in the area, Angie Marsh at Southern Marsh Realty in Quincy, where the office is now serving Michigan and Indiana. Visit them online at southernmarshrealty.com, where you will find every listing in the state of Michigan. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Second half underway, it was Coldwater's ball, but Ellie Anderson got called for a double dribble. So Portage Central will have it moving from left to right. Coldwater from right to left as we have switched sides. 21-15, the current score. Be listening at the end of our contest. We'll name a McDonald's player of the game for your local Erie McDonald's restaurants. Louie Wilkes with her three fouls in the lineup. Takes a 15-foot jumper from the left baseline. Cuts the lead to four, 21-17. It's Ellie Foley dishing to Maya Porter on the left wing. Trying to get a streaking Riley Van Aken inside. It was intercepted by the lanky limbs of Macy Searles. Now here's Wilkes dishing to the right corner to Thompson. Out to the right wing. Three-pointer was missed by Searles. Searles was trying to save the ball and almost went four rows up into the bleachers who are right. Well, a couple turnovers here to start the uh, second half for the Cardinals. Let's see if they can get get zeroed in here. Just a four-point lead now. The starters are out to begin the second half for Coldwater. That's Van Aken, Foley, Anderson, Burkhart, and Porter. Well, there's another turnover. Here's Searles, wide open. Right corner three, that rolls off the rim. The Cardinals are lucky that she's only made one tray so far, you know. Ball out of bounds to Portage Central, and timeout is going to be taken by Ken Smoker. I can't say I blame him. 30-second timeout, 6.45 left in the third, 21-17 Cardinals. We're back in 30. You're listening to Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskwood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Hass Kwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HassKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. 
SKWood PC. Lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Portage Central Ball coming out of the cold water timeout. Mustangs trail by four, 21 to 17. Ball tossed to Macy Searles, now Riley Stevenson sideline left. What do you think the theme of that timeout could have been, Murph? Oh, bumping foul on Ellie Foley as Searles was trying to back her down. Her feet, I guess, weren't quite set because Foley picks up her second foul team first of the quarter. Yeah, air the ball better. That would be the theme coming out of the timeout, right? Those three straight turnovers on the first three possessions, uh, much like Tuesday night. Uh, don't remind me. And honestly, I was hoping we'd see a game much like Quinn and I saw last night with uh, Union City beating Bronson. That was a well-played game. This one, a few too many turnovers and some sloppiness from both teams, uh, to be fair. 21-17. Cardinals have not scored a field goal since the first quarter. Maya Porter on the floor with two fouls. I don't think she played a whole lot during the second quarter, did she? Yeah, she did get a couple, and Riley as well. The Cousins. There's Burkhart, a couple of head fakes on the left corner. Ball poked away by Wilkes. Burkhart gets it back, passes to Van Aken. She tries to drive. A Bermuda Triangle of Mustang surrounds her. Coldwater tried to save it, but saved it right back to Portage Central. She ran into a wall. Cardinals get it back. Burkhart along the baseline, out to Van Aken. Left corner three. It's good! Boy, they needed that. 24 to 17, the lead is back up to seven. That is the first field goal three-pointer or otherwise for Coldwater since the first quarter. And the Cardinals get a steal. Here comes Foley. Foley to Burkhart. Pass to the left corner. Maya Porter cut off by her defender, Searles. Now up top to Van Aken. Kick it out to Porter. Right wing to Anderson. 5.02 left to play in the third quarter. Cardinals up 24-17. Here's Anderson, top of the key. Has to get the ball to somebody. Finds Van Aken. She's between the circles, being guarded by Wilkes with her three fouls. Burkhardt on the right wing, up top to Porter. Searles is fronting her, now the pass to Van Aken, right wing. Van Aken back to Porter, Searles comes back out on her, now back to Van Aken. Moves to her left, she's at the top of the key. Another timeout's gonna be taken by Ken Smoker, this time a full timeout with 4.35 left. Cardinals up. 24-17. We'll take this one-minute break as well. You're listening to Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. Hi, Sam here with CEM Supply in Coldwater, Michigan. Our customer base consists of large manufacturing facilities right down to the walk-in residential customer. It's amazing. Here's a short list of the products we represent, stock, and sell. Lincoln Welders, Champion Air Compressors, Karcher Pressure Washers, Myers and AY McDonald Pumps, Milwaukee Generac, Wright, Jet, and Wilton Tools, just to name a few. We also stock all the consumables including roller chain, belts, bearings, welding wire, grinding cutoff, and flap discs, plus tons of fasteners. Did I mention we also offer service and repair on the products we sell? We also refurbish and rewind electric motors up to 250 horsepower, including all types of irrigation, circulation, and well pumps in-house. CEM also has a large inventory of electric motors in stock, and we're a do-it-best distributor. CEM Supply, 178 West Garfield Avenue, open Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 4.30 p.m., and 8 a.m. until noon on Saturday. Saturdays. Call 517-278-2611 or visit cemindustrialsupply.com. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. 
Two timeouts left for Coldwater. We're back underway. What do you think the message from that timeout could have been? Well, again, just uh, play with confidence. Uh, try to get uh, try to get some good looks here. Here's Porter, open left corner three, bounces off the top of the backboard and in. Oh, no, that was, that was a fortunate bounce for sure. Cardinals up 10 once again, 27-17, trying to answer is Porter Central's Riley King, and she does for her second tray of the night. 27-20 after that exchange of three-point baskets. Here's Van Aken left wing, draws a double team. Top of the key, bounce pass to Porter, now up top to Anderson. Anderson moves to her left, being followed by Chloe Thompson. Anderson cut off, needs to get it back out to somebody, and it ricocheted, I think it ricocheted off of Ellie Foley's shin as she was trying to help out. Boy, five turnovers in this third quarter, which is only, uh, what, four and a half minutes old. 3.35 and counting left to play in the third. Cardinal lead is seven, 27 to 20. Here comes Portage Central. Dribble drive by Riley King. Oh, wow. A foul on Burkhart. That'll be her first, team second of the quarter. Looks like Portage Central at halftime just said we've got to get quicker at the offensive end. They seem to be a lot more intent on moving quickly and driving and drawing the second cardinal foul here of the quarter. Ball is inbounded to Louie Wilkes. She's at the top of the key. Riley Van Aken is in front of her. Now handed off Ava Tate to Searles on the left wing, being forced near the timeline by Burkhart. Now a drive and a bumping foul inside by Riley Van Aken. That's going to be her third foul. So many close chances to draw charges, and I think the Cardinals only have a one so far tonight, right? Cardinal Cardinal fans definitely wanted to block on the, or a charge, I should say, on that one. Riley had it set up. And that's, you know, and that's one of the good things the Cardinals do when somebody gets by a defender. They usually have help defense, and that's what Riley was doing. First of two rattles in for Macy Searles. Again, the foul on uh, Van Aken. That's actually showing uh, her second foul. Could have sworn she picked up three. Hey, we'll take that. Second one rattles in for Macy Searles. They don't look good coming out of her hands, but they still manage to drop. Now they put up the third foul for Van Aken. She's still out there for the time being. Here's Porter. Anderson on the right wing. 27-22 the current score. Bounce pass to Porter on the right corner. Porter out to Foley, top of the key now to Anderson. Takes a long jumper off the heel of the hoop. Flying in for the rebound is Riley King for Portage Central. And here comes Louie Wilkes. Portage Central could cut the lead a little bit further after uh, this possession. Bounce pass to Tate was intercepted by Foley. So... The reverse jinx works. Cardinals in transition. Maya Porter gets it in from the right side. Nicely done. Boy, we needed a transition basket. 11 points now for Maya. 29-22. Still 29-22 with a missed elbow jumper by Wilkes. Here comes Coldwater. 2.13 left in the quarter. Van Aken driving baseline. Overshoots the rim but draws a foul. That'll be the first reported central this quarter. Believe it or not. Well, and I think that's... We think, we think, because the two referees are talking about it. A third referee is talking to Ken Smoker. (laughs) Ken's got his arm around. Of course, he knows all these officials very well. 
Having been an official before, right? Now we're going to get the call. (laughs) Carly Smoker up off the bench, wondering why isn't this a shooting foul? Chloe Thompson for Portage Central with her first foul team first of the quarter. Anderson outside in. Notably, Van Aken staying on the floor. I do believe she correctly has three fouls. Well, Foley's going to inbound underneath anyway. No shooting foul apparently on Riley. It happened before. Foley has the ball now on the left wing. Cross courts to Burkhart. Right wing three. Short off the rim. And Ava... Tate with a rebound for Portage Central. She's across the timeline. Dishes cross court off of Searle's foot. She gets it. It's off of the foot of uh, Riley King. I stand corrected. Now Wilkes, 35 feet away from the basket. To Tate. Roams the perimeter. Whoa, a three-second call on Portage Central. Didn't see that one coming. Boy, we haven't seen one of those in <laughs> what? months. That was... My thoughts exactly as Kate Bumgarner comes in for Portage Central. Uh, Louie Wilkes comes to the bench. Good job by head coach Rob Brown preserving her, making sure she doesn't pick up that fourth foul in the remaining minute and a half or so of this third quarter. Cardinals up 29-22. Spin move baseline by Foley. Bounce it to Shied left baseline. Out to Van Aken. Three-pointer. Rattles in from the left wing. Her second of the game. Second of this quarter, actually. All the cold water baskets this quarter have been dramatic. Pass stolen by Ellie Foley. One on two break. She couldn't get it to drop as Ava Tate ran interference. And I think we got a technical too. So Tate with a common foul and also the technical. So she picks up four. Three fouls up on the board for Portage Central. Foley at the free throw line for her first points of the second half with a minute seven left in the quarter. First one is good. Now on that common foul, I wonder, was that a shooting foul? Uh, I'm not sure, but boy, you know, the Cardinals now with a 10-point lead here before this. 11-point lead still as Foley splits the pair. Yeah, now we get the technical. So that common foul was a shooting foul. So potentially getting three out of four. First one rattles and falls. It's 14 on the night for L.A. Foley, plus the Cardinals will get the ball back. Turning point in the game here, really. It's good. Ordered Central will bring in Riley Stevenson and Carson Stevenson, the Stevenson sisters. Take to the bench along with Riley King. Coach Rob Brown with his arm around his sophomore player who picked up two fouls, a common and a technical foul in rapid succession. Coldwater with the ball. Minute left to play in the quarter off a screen. Foley moves to the right wing. Hands off to Van Aken. Up top to Holy Burkhart, being guarded by Riley Stevenson. 
Now to Scheith. Lob it inside. Off of Porter's fingertips. It was the right idea. It was a nice cut by Maya. Just couldn't hang on to it. But She, uh, she seemed a little too excited for that one. We've got an eight-point run by the Cardinals here that have opened up a, what was just a five-point lead. It is now 13, 35-22. to 22. Shot from Portage Central hits the bottom of the backboard. Whistle and a foul. Shied with her second, team fourth of the quarter. Back to the free throw line for Macy Searles. It's interesting. Portage Central runs basically the same offense as the Cardinals. Uh, they're pretty much a four-out team. They usually have a post that goes to one side or the other down low, but uh, they look to drive, attack the basket, or kick out. Pretty much like the Cardinal offense. Searles misses and makes in the free throw line. That ends the Coldwater scoring run for the time being. Here's Burkhart up top, lob it inside to Porter. He's got Searles behind her, back out to Van Aken right wing. She'll drive down the middle of the lane, get it up, got fouled. Oh, that's a nice drive by Riley. We, just a couple minutes ago, we were looking so hesitant on offense. Turnovers piling up, and boy, you know, you get a three-point shot, a couple turnovers, and things have changed in a hurry. They say that is the fourth team foul, so they didn't count that technical foul as a team foul for some reason. First of two from Riley Van Aken rolls off the rim. Her free throw propensity has been uh, discussed a lot by both you and I and also by Quinn, but this season coming in, 55.6%, so that's a little bit better than last season. Second one, off the rim, no good. Ball tip, ball tip. And finally pulled in by Riley Stevenson. 35-23. Cardinals up with 15 seconds left in the quarter. Here comes Riley Stevenson. Kick the ball out to Carson Stevenson. She'll drive to the left blocks, get it back outside. Couple of head fakes by Macy Sherrill. Shot was blocked. Ball out of bounds, back to the Mustangs. That was a good job of not bailing Searles out on that drive with just good defense by the Cardinals. Miller in for Van Aken. Good job by Riley not picking up her fourth foul during that extended time on the floor. Bumgarner to inbound. Count is on off of Riley Stevenson's fingertips. Almost stolen by the Cardinals. Picked up at midcourt by Searles. Half court. He went in. <laughs> That makes the score 35-26, Coldwater, at the end of the third quarter. We're back in a minute. You're listening to Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. Hi, Irwin at Cold Ford. It is cold outside and winter is here. At Cold Ford, we are committed to making sure your vehicle runs smoothly through the winter months. Whether it's tires or brakes or even a simple oil change, we want to keep your vehicle on the road during these harsh winter months. And have we got a special deal for you. Right now, for the month of February, whether by appointment or just stopping in, use the code name Drake and we will give you $10 off your next oil change service. Drake is our service manager and he welcomes you to our service department. We also offer pickup and delivery. Don't forget, Cole Ford, right on US 12, right here in Coldwater. And remember, use the code name Drake and you will get $10 savings off your next oil change. Service hours, Monday until 7, Tuesday through Friday to 5.30, and Saturday to noon. We're just trying to make it convenient for you. Cole Ford, right here on US 12 
in beautiful Coldwater, Michigan, or ColdFordLincoln.com. Everything you want, Cole's got it. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater. Ellie Foley with 15, Maya Porter 11, 6 for Riley Van Aken, 2 for Kenzie Scheid, 1 for Coley Burkhart. That's Coldwater's 35 points. 14 now for Macy Searles, including that desperation half-court heave with one hand that went in. I still can't believe that she would have gotten that in. She just tossed it down nonchalantly and converted it. Six for Riley King, two each for Carson Stevenson, Louis Wilkes, and Chloe Thompson. Mustang ball to start the final quarter. It's 35-26 as a three-pointer is attempted by Searles from the left corner. The problem here is that she took that shot with two hands. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. I kid, of course. Here's Van Aken on the right wing, back in, lobs it inside to Shy. Now a drive by Van Aken. She draws a foul with 7.28 left to play in the fourth quarter. So the Cardinals wind up outscoring Portage Central on the third frame, 14 to 11. That was a nice job by Shy. She got the uh, the ball into the post and then Riley cut right off Shy. She handed it to her. And- Drew the foul. Lindsay Lambricks with her first foul, team first of the quarter. Oh my goodness, it rattled around a couple of times. The first free throw didn't go in for Van Aken. Carson Stevenson out. We get Riley King back in. Did Louis? I think Louis Wilkes also came back in for Portage Central. Did she not? Yeah, that's her. Second of two, nothing but net. Do it like that the rest of the night, and Coach will be happy. <laughs> Ten-point lead for the Cardinals. 36-26. It's underway here in the fourth quarter. Final quarter of basketball from here at the Coach Floyd E.B. Gym this season. Missed shot by Portage Central. Rebound by uh, Coley Burkhart. Here comes Riley Van Moving off a of Burkhart screen to the left elbow. Handoff on the weave. Ellie Foley bounce it to Burkhart on the right wing. Now spin move, trying to post up, get it out to Scheid on the corner. Now Van Aken open for three right wing. It's good! Her third of the game. That puts her at 10 points on the night. Cardinals up 13, 39-26. I believe this is their biggest lead of the night. Sounds right. Or close. Uh Uh-oh, three-pointer off the top of the rim. Almost dropped for Riley King. Here come the Cardinals. Here's Van Aken on the left wing, guarded by Riley Stevenson. Out to Burkhart, left corner, long two is good. Now they're starting to loosen up. 41-26 Cardinals and timeout, Rob Brown. A full timeout is going to be taken with 6.23 left. The Cardinals up 41-26. And now this game is uh, playing out like I honestly thought it would. You you toss out the second quarter, and uh, this has been not that bad a game. Well, the Cardinals have finally been able to loosen things up here and uh, get some good looks, knock down some shots, a little more aggressive trying to get to the rim as well, and uh, finally have gotten over the hump here against the Mustangs, but still 6.23 to go. We haven't seen Portage Central outstanding deep shooting that Coach Smoker was talking about 
Yeah, Macy Searles has taken a ton of shots, and she's only converted two of them. Well, yeah. well one of them was that half-court <laughs> shot with one hand to end the third quarter. So I don't think that really counts as a orthodox three-pointer. Boy, she uh, it was just a, a one-armed heave. I would say maybe, I don't know, 35 feet or so. Well, wherever half court is, you're looking maybe 45 feet is where half court lies. Yeah, she was kind of she was kind of just behind that uh, first volleyball line. But, wow, it was, it was pretty amazing. But it has not given the Mustangs any added momentum here to start the fourth. Mustang ball coming out of the timeout. The Mustangs have three left, Coldwater with two. Here's Searles, cut off by a double team at the free throw line, gets it back out to Riley King. She drives, jumper from the right elbow is missed, shied with a rebound, hands off to Foley. 41-26, Cardinals counting down to six minutes left to play in the game. Shied with a quick drive, misses from the left blocks. Ball comes back to Kenzie, put it up, over the rim. And the rebound by Riley Stevenson. Long lob ahead. Comes to Riley King, has to get it back out. Riley Stevenson tracks it down, top of the key. Now Searles on the right wing, being picked up by Coley Burkhart. A drive off the glass, no good, rebound Shide. Boy, Shide's up to eight rebounds now. I was wondering where she was at. She's got to be getting close to double digits, and she could hit that the way things are going. Foley moving off the weave. Van Aken up top to Porter. Now Burkhardt around to Kenzie, left corner. Porter got knocked down hard. Whoa, they, are you kidding me? That, they call that an offensive foul? And <laughs> against, is it against Riley, I guess? Riley ends up on the floor. No, that was, that was uh, Maya. Is that who they gave it to? <laughs> Riley ended up on the floor. Now Maya was on the floor. It's Maya huh, that gets her fourth foul. Coach Team. Smoker irate about that one. Stevenson jumper from the left blocks. It rattles and falls. Her first points of the game. <laughs> doesn't This now feels more like a playoff game, doesn't it, rather than the last game of the regular season? Foley draws a double team. She's sandwiched at the left elbow. Well, I'll tell you, tonight the Cardinals have done an outstanding job on on uh, Searles. First it was Burkhardt, Maya for a little while. Um, Scheid even was on there for a little bit, but mostly Coley tonight, and they've really done a super job on her. Riley Stevenson picking up her first foul team second of the quarter. Here's Scheid at the free throw line, double team on her, out to Van Aken on the right wing. 41-28 Cardinals, 428. 440 and counting left to play in the fourth quarter. Van Aken bounces it out to Burkhart. Left corner, long two, off the rim, rebound Riley Stevenson. The older of the Stevenson sisters tosses it to the front court, knocked away by Foley into the Portage Central bench. Riley Stevenson was looking for the other Riley King, but Foley flew in and almost got the steal. It's going to be Portage Central ball inbounded to Louis Wilkes. On the right elbow is Wilkes. Now moves to her left. Double team on her to get the ball to Searle. She's top of the key. 4-12 left to play in the fourth quarter. Cardinals up 13. Ball comes to Riley Stevenson. Moves left blocks. Nice bounce pass to Chloe Thompson. She's fouled. And that's going to be, I believe, number five on Maya. 
You are correct. She finishes the night with 11 points. Well, they're leaving her on the floor, so. Well, now that is her fourth. There is a miscounting at the uh, scoring control panel. So technically that is, that was Maya's fourth foul, but she does come to the bench. Did Thompson miss both of her free throws, or did she get the first one? <laughs> she missed. I don't know as I can tell you. I was no, she, she did attention. miss both of them because Stevenson had that bucket, and uh, no free throws for Thompson. Passed by Burkhart, deflected by Stevenson. Battle for the ball on the right side. It's off of Coldwater. Yeah, I'm not sure going back with uh, Maya just having four now. I'm not sure if that charge. Well, sure well, there, there was, was a miscounting at the uh, scoring control panel. Ball stolen by Burkhardt off a bad Porter Central pass. The Porter staying on the uh, active in the lineup, but she's on the bench right now. Bounce pass the side left corner. Up top to Anderson, who came back in. There's Van Aken between the circles. 317 left. Cardinals up 41-28. Van Aken slashes oh. the left wing, bounces out to Burkhart right corner. She drives baseline, trying to put it up over Louis Wilkes. Put it up again, draws a foul. Well, Coley's going to shoot two here with 308 left to play tonight. 41-28. Cardinals with this lead. You know, Wilkes with her fourth foul team, third of the quarter for Portage Central. And, you know, this is going to be the last appearance for our seniors here tonight. First to two from Coley is good. Jayla Sloan, Kara Miller, Kenzie Scheid. Last time on the Floyd EV gym. So the next time we see the Cardinals play, it's going to be up at Gull Lake High School next Wednesday. Second of two is good for Burkhart. Coley's added a little more arch on her shot. I've noticed on her outside shots, too. Looks pretty good. Five points now for Coley. 43-28, under three left to play in the game. Cardinals up 15. Looks like they'll close out the season at 19-3, unless the Portage Central Mustangs go white hot shooting. Deflection and a steal by Coldwater. Here comes Van Aken. Van Aken blowing by Kate Bumgarner. There's a whistle and a foul on Kate Bumgarner. That's going to be her first. Team fourth of the quarter. Lindsay Lambert's going to come in for Portage Central. Anderson to inbound. It comes to Foley. Foley drives to the perimeter. Hands off to Anderson. Reach in foul by Thompson. Her second and the team fifth. That's going to send Ellison Anderson to the free throw line. She has not scored yet tonight. Anderson from the free throw line. Close to 62%. 13 to 21 shooting. Clock stop 234 left to play in the game. The Cardinals want to add on to this 15 point lead. First one is good for Ellie. You know, and the Cardinals with three 
girls in double-figure scoring tonight. That's always a, always a good sight. And Aiken with 10, Foley with 15, Maya Porter with 11. Second one spins around, rebound by Shai. She's hammered inside. She'll go to the line. Shide has been hitting those boards tonight. That's nine we have her with, a couple assists as well. We have Foley with four steals tonight. Third foul on Chloe Thompson, so Portage Central over the limit. Coldwater shooting the rest of the night. It'll be McKenzie doing the honors. First of two. Off the front of the rim and pops off to the left. Danica Cox and Kara Miller coming in. Well, looks like Cox is going to come in for Shide. Van Aken to the bench. Nice round of applause for her with her second half play. Second of two, spins off the rim, so Kenzie's gonna stay out on the floor for the time being. Danica Cox awaits at the scorer's table. Pass to the left corner, Carson Stevenson in. And a little traveling music, Sammy. Where did that travel come from? There goes Scheid now to the bench for Danica Cox, coming off the floor for probably her final time here of her senior year. Foley, a home run pass to Burkhardt on the left wing. Ava Tate picks her up with her four fouls. Now between the circles to Ellie Foley. 2-11 left to play in the game. 44-28, Cardinals up 16. Cox tried to bounce it into Anderson. Off of her fingertips and out of bounds. So Coldwater uh, next Wednesday will take on the winner of Monday's game between Sturgis and Lakeview. That'll be a 5.30 tip next Wednesday from Go Lake High School. Our coverage next Wednesday will begin at 5.20. Go Lake and Battle Creek Central, the other side of the bracket. Three-pointer rattles, does not go in for Katie Bumgarner. Portage Central will take on the St. Joe Madawan winner uh, next Wednesday at 5.30 at Loy Norks. Kalamazoo Central on the other side of the bracket will face either Loy Norks or Portage Northern on the other side of that bracket. So that sets up the possibility of a Coldwater Portage Central rematch in the regional semifinals if things fall according to plan. Portage Central gets the ball back. Carson Stevenson gets tied up. Jump ball possession arrow to the Cardinals. Abby Robinson going to come in for the first time tonight. 5-5 sophomore. Jayla Sloan also in. Round of applause for Coley Burkhardt as she comes to the bench. And a round of applause for Ellie Foley. I think this will be the first break she's gotten all night. Yep, so we got our seniors Jayla and Kara out on the floor here. That's basically uh, mostly the second unit with the exception of Anderson who receives the pass. Triple team closes in on her, gets the ball out to Robison now. Touch pass to Miller. See if Miller can score a basket tonight. I'd like to see that. Miller. <laughs> I'm sorry I shouldn't be uh, laughing, but she received the pass and slipped simultaneously. Fell on her side, and fortunately she had a big grin as she got up. Boy, she took a hard fall. She's a soccer player. She can handle that. If there's any way that uh, she could uh, score by kicking the ball in, she'd gladly take that given her propensity for scoring on the pitch in the spring. Three-pointer left wing is an air ball for Katie Bumgarner, saved by Portage Central, but picked up by Robison. 33 seconds left, 44-28 Cardinals. It's gonna be a W 
To close the regular season at 19-3, Portage Central will drop to 17-2. Two losses in their last three. We'll see how that transpires over the postseason. Anderson on the left corner. Dishes to Sloan. Coldwater not looking to score here. Here's Anderson, left corner. Roams the perimeter with seven seconds left. Miller between the circles. Miller driving to the right corner. Triple team on her. She hangs on to the ball. That's it. That's it for the regular season. On to the districts as Coldwater gets the win tonight over Portage Central 44 to 28. Post game wrap coming up. You're listening to Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. The space heater next to the curtains, the 12 plug sharing one power strip, the frayed wire inside the wall. Fire damage may happen in a flash. So may the cleanup and restoration when you call the professionals at 1 800 Serve Pro for Serve Pro of Branch and South Calhoun counties or log on to servepro.com. That's where you'll find a team of highly trained specialists with more than four decades of experience in helping to make fire and water damage like it never even happened. Because when it's your home or business that's been damaged by fire, you don't just want your things clean, you want your life back as well. So when fire damage strikes, call the red trucks to put out the flames and call on the green vans to help put your life back together at 1-800-SERVE-PRO. With the trust of the insurance industry and more than 1,600 franchise locations, they're guaranteed to be faster to any size disaster. Serve Pro of Branch in South Calhoun counties, the cleanup specialists at 1-800-SERVE-PRO, helping make fire and water damage like it never even happened. Franchises are independently owned and operated. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Hass Kaywood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Hass Kaywood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HassKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess Kwood PC. Lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. That's you trying to fix the plumbing yourself to save a few bucks. Doing things yourself doesn't always end well. The same goes for insurance. That's why Auto Owners works with local independent agents who tailor coverage to meet your needs and offer discounts for life, home, car, and business insurance. Because sometimes you need a professional to get the job done right. That's simple human sense. The no problem people. Your local auto owners agents are Scott Crabtree, DC Lions, and Melanie Pitch at CNO Insurance, North Clay Street, Coldwater. If you've always dreamed of building a new home, Matt Hale at Homes encourages you to start planning today. Now more than ever, modular housing is a better value. You simply get more home for the money and outstanding quality from floor to ceiling. As a residential builder, Matt Hale at Homes offers fully customizable modular homes, plus any additional structures, including garages, decks, even barns. Stop by Matt Hale at Homes on US 12 east of Coldwater, visit matthaleathomes.com, and like them on Facebook. Matt Hale at Homes, always built around family. Looking for the best price on tires and automotive service? See Daly Tire Company in downtown Coldwater. They specialize in brakes, wheel alignment, and oil changes. Check the rebates on Goodyear and Cooper Tires, plus everyday low prices on most other major and tire brands. And with approved credit through Goodyear, they offer up to a 90-day interest-free financing. See Daly Tire Company in downtown Coldwater. More tires, more service, and more savings. Daly Tire Company, family-owned and operated since 1949. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. We're back here at Coldwater High School's Coach Floyd Evie Gymnasium. 
Last night of the regular season, and Coldwater won a battle against Portage Central, 44-28, to a game that had a little bit of everything, I thought. <laughs> it, was a, it was a defensive struggle in the second quarter when uh, neither team could put the ball in the basket. Uh, and otherwise, though, the Cardinals finally broke things open in the second half and uh, really started looking more like themselves. Uh, we'll see what Coach Smoker thinks about that. He's on his way over here. It was uh, not a lot of stats as I look at individually here. Uh, well, here he comes. Uh, we'll get the headset ready for him. And uh, we had Shide with uh, nine rebounds and Foley with, with about it. four steals, but not too much uh, individually other than those. Ken Smoker has now strapped the headset on. He joins us on our postgame show. Uh, what an interesting game to close out the regular season. Yeah, it's uh, the interesting thing is we could, if everything works out the way we hope it does, we could turn around and face each other in the regionals, which when we shook hands at half court before the game and we've known each other a long time, I said, you really rather just flip a coin and just go home? <laughs> um, I thought we played really well. You know, they played very vanilla too because, Coach, I told you, they press nonstop. So, uh, and that was a good battle. Uh, the one thing I talked about at halftime is the things we talk about all year long are the little things. And there was a lot of little things in the first half that we didn't do that allowed them to come back from our start. Like, like I'm saying on the names, Riley picks up a foul early, and then she's got to know on a drive, she's got to back off, she gets two, she's on the bench. We say we can't foul at the other end of the floor when they get a rebound or not, they can't score from there. Maya picks up, I'm going to call it a stupid foul, but then she's got to realize her situation and, you know, picks up a second. We talk about, you know, people run over Ellie Foley all year long, and she gets charge calls, and those are momentum builders. Maya's got a jump stop, elevate, she's going to make it all day long. A uh, couple times we're not boxing out, we're not over to the ball side, and then we said these are the little things that as you advance every game in the tournament – could decide whether you're going to play the next game or you're crying on the bench watching the other team celebrate. But I thought the girls did a really good job today. Uh, I thought we, I don't know what our turnovers were. It was, we, the start of the third quarter wasn't good again. Yeah, yeah. It was like Tuesday night there. Yeah. yeah. But knocked down a three, got a turnover your way, and uh, things really changed in a hurry. And you know what? And I apologize to my girls because uh, my first three years coaching, I forgot that I wasn't wearing a black and white striped uniform like I did for 23 years and I did a lot of officiating from the sidelines and I've gotten away from that but I was officiating over there I was getting frustrated with the officials and what I forget is when I do that my players get frustrated with them and and they pick up on that right yeah and so that can't happen anymore but I, I'm I was frustrated I think everybody was frustrated so was Rob like he said they were bad at both ends of the court Looked like you uh, wanted to have a couple charge calls your way there. <laughs> How about, you know what I would really like? If we drive and they put a hand on us, that we'd get a whistle because we couldn't breathe on them, and we did. But <laughs> it is what it is. You know what? You, the, the crews are what you have, and you just got to adapt to them, and I didn't do a good job of that today. <laughs> so what do you think? What, in the second quarter, Things were pretty brutal there at each well, end. And that's what I talked to both Riley and Maya about, what I said earlier about you got to know your foul situation, know the point of the game. And I said, we take you two out, our offense gets a little stagnant. Mm -hmm. and, and, and that's what happens. So that's the importance of 
not picking up stupid fouls or knowing foul time score situation. Well, what do you think, Coach, as far as uh, going into the districts now? We look ahead. You get the bye. Yep. We play the winner of Sturgis and Lakeview. We opened up with Lakeview. You know, they struggled all year, but they've gotten better. And I don't know who's going to win that game, but if Lakeview comes through it, we got to remember that that game was game number one, and we can't just go there thinking we're going to win. I don't know much about Sturgis yet. I, I've got some film through Huddle. Um, the best thing for me and for my team, and they just found it on their lockers, is, you know, in 2017 when we won our first district title, Bill Broderick at Inquirer News picked Harper Creek to win that district. The next year when we came back, he picked Battle Creek Central to win that district. I, I think I know where this yep. is going because he picked Battle <laughs> Creek Central to win La- this year's yeah. district. Last year, he picked Lakeview to win the district. So that article was on their thing. He picked. I said he picked Battle Creek Central to beat you guys and win this district. So yeah, yeah, a little incentive. So I'm hoping it works out. And then when he, because he's always going to be there interviewing at the end, I'm going to say, Bill, I want to thank you again for providing my team motivation. <laughs> you, you think he'd figure it out by now? <laughs> now nah, we're Coldwater. We're not Battle Creek people, so we're not going to get that. <laughs> well, you know. Not as many threes made tonight. I, I, they, I, you know, I, I thought they really played some good defense. They did. And, and today with Huddle, yeah. well, I mean, they, they usually get a lot of points off their baseline out of bounds. They didn't get any because my girls knew every one they were doing. Mm-hmm. And they know who can play, and they closed out. We, we need to do a better job if we meet them again is closing out quicker on their shooters because they got like five girls that can hit from out there. And I thought we were too slow getting out. And it's got to be going right when that pass is leaving the passer's hand, and we weren't doing that. One more thing. Six, I six triples to tonight, actually. They did? Uh, no, Coldwater did. Well, I'd take that. Yeah, and uh, we'll Portage Central that. had four. One more thing. I, I, I thought your girls did a great job on Searles, particularly Crowley. Yeah. yeah. She, I think she's their, their best player. We did, though, gave up too many, like 24, Stevenson. We can't let girls go middle, and she's not that quick, and we kept – Letting her go middle. That that's a killer for our defense. So, hopefully, we'll have that cleaned up as well. Yep. Oh, uh, Ken Smoker, we'll see you up at Gull Lake Wednesday against either Lakeview or Sturgis. All right, looking forward to it. Thanks, Cody. Meanwhile, yep, we're you. going to be over at Jonesville for the Quincy Homer hey, game on Monday. I will tell you. You know, you always ask my plans. We're going. We always do team bonding on Saturday at districts. We're all going up to Saginaw Valley. It is Senior Day. So we're going to be watching one of our former players, Tyler, Tyler. Shide, get on her, watch a game. they got a pizza place up there. And if you guys have ever been to Tony's by Birch Run, you haven't, you need to go there. We're only going there for the ice cream. But you go there and order a breakfast with bacon as a side, it's a whole pound. <laughs> I'm going to leave you on that one. Heart, heart attack special <laughs> yep, right there. You huh? can only go there every once in a while. <laughs> All right, thanks, Coach. Thank you. Thank you. That's uh, Ken Smoker joining us on our post-game show. So let's go over that scoring summary. The Cardinals close out the regular season at 19-3. and And uh, Ellie Foley led the way with 15 points. Maya Porter with 11. Riley Van Aken with 10. Five for Coley Burkhart, two for Kenzie Scheid, one for Ellie Anderson. That was Coldwater's 44 points from the free throw line, 14 of 22. And they sank six three-pointers. Portage uh-huh. Central closes out the regular season at 17 and two. Macy Searles got her 14 points. Uh, that included four of six in the free throw line for her. After her, though, 
Riley King with six, and then two each. Carson Stevenson, Louis Wilkes, Chloe Thompson, and Riley Stevenson. That was their 28 points. They went four of eight from the charity stripe and drained four three-pointers. By the quarters, 18-7 in the first for Coldwater, 8-3 in the second for Portage Central, that brutal second quarter that we were talking about in the post-game interview. 14-11 in the third, 9-2 in the fourth, favoring Coldwater. So (laughs) they close out strong. So let's go over the rest of those secondary stats. Sure. Before we do, I just want to thank... uh, what, what a great thing to, for the team to be going up Saturday to Tyler Scheid's last uh, home game up there. That's that's pretty cool. Okay, yeah, let's look at them. We had uh, Robison with a rebound, Abby in there. We had Riley Van Aken with a rebound, an assist, and a steal. We had Kara Miller with an assist, and she drew the only charge of the night. Imagine that. And uh, Kenzie Scheid with nine rebounds two assists. Ellie Foley, four rebounds, two assists, four steals. Jayla Sloan with a rebound. Ellie Anderson with three rebounds, a steal, and a block. We had Coley Burkhart, two rebounds, two assists, two steals, and a block. And as we mentioned, just an outstanding job on Searles defensively. We had uh, Maya Porter with a rebound and a steal. And Danica Cox uh, saw action as well. So that's our individual team turnovers. We had 15 on the Cardinals, 13 on the Mustangs. Earlier tonight, Portage Central won the underclassmen games, 62-23. The Mustangs winning in the JV contest, 27-19 in the freshman game. And one other score that just came across my phone Not really a sports score per se, but uh, you may know that the Coldwater High School concert and symphonic bands were at Three Rivers High School for festival. And I just got word uh, from Katie Jewell that the concert and symphonic bands both got ones at festival. So that, uh, I believe the symphonic band then would be uh, going to state festival in late April. I'll have to check with her. Great. Good job. Take this one final break for your local area McDonald's restaurants in the name of McDonald's Girls Basketball Player of the Game. Are you or your kids looking for a job with a flexible work schedule with a higher pay scale than ever? The perfect opportunity is available at your local McDonald's. All three McDonald's locations in Coldwater, Quincy, and Bronson have openings right now. They'll work around school and sports schedules, and they're paying up to $14 per hour based on availability. Stop in for more information or go online to mcdonalds.com. Find that perfect, great-paying job right now at your local McDonald's. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Our producer-engineer tonight, Ken Delaney, gave the suggestion that athletic director Todd Farmer should get an honorable, at least an honorable mention for uh, (laughs) uh, doing PA tonight, but uh, I didn't see him wear a uniform other than his polo shirt. You know that, and uh, he's usually waiting for us to close up here to, to lock up the gym for the night, too. So, But we still got uh, plenty of friends and parents uh, chit-chatting. Uh, they haven't cleared out the gym yet, so we'll go ahead and talk about our uh, girls' basketball players of the game. Uh, Ellie Foley uh, and Kenzie Scheid were the two that uh, we were talking about the most during that last 30-second break. Yeah, you know, Ellie's a uh, couple threes. And initially early set the tone and then uh, 
Yeah, Kenzie really dominated on the glass. Uh, I think by far the leading rebounder for either side. Congratulations to Ellie Foley and uh, Kenzie Scheid, our McDonald's girls basketball players of the game. And as you mentioned, uh, team bonding trip to University Center, the campus of Saginaw Valley State University for Tyler Scheid's final college basketball home game coming up on Saturday. So I thought we'd... uh, at least acknowledge uh, younger sister for her final game on this floor tonight. Yeah, absolutely. And a great finish for the Cardinals. A very successful season again this year. And, of course, they have big plans to go even farther. So and that starts next Wednesday with the district semifinal at 530 at Gull Lake against either Sturgis or Lakeview. Our coverage next Wednesday will start at 530. Uh, Before that, we do have a game up at Jonesville on Monday in the Division III Jonesville District. Uh, That will feature Quincy against Homer. Quincy's been playing well as of late uh, ever since they they survived, uh, got past that uh, 0-8 start to their season, and uh, they're doing uh, pretty decently right now. Yeah, they are. They've got a pretty good streak going uh, into those districts, and... uh, Yeah, it's going to be good to see them. Homer, uh, that should be a really good matchup. Uh, We're on the air Monday from Jonesville at about uh, 6.45 for the 7 o'clock tip. And then uh, before all that, uh, you will be over at Bronson Friday, but as a uh, paying spectator once again, right? Yeah, I think we are going to try and get over there. Uh, Boy, there's and tonight, you know, the Colon girls were finishing up with Menden. That would have been a really good one to be at. So, yeah. Great place to be this time of year. So Bronson Junior Senior High School will be the home of uh, tomorrow's district championship game between Union City and Centerville. And uh, doing my research leading up to tomorrow's uh, broadcast, here are some fun facts. Uh, last time that Union City won a boys basketball district championship, it was at Bronson Junior Senior High School, and uh, they wound up beating Bronson on the Vikings' home floor, 41 to 38, back in 2019. Okay. Uh, March 1st of 2019, exactly, almost exactly uh, five years ago to the day, when you think mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. Then uh, Union City would lose in the regional semifinal that year, and of course. Uh, Union City beat Bronson on Wednesday, 64 to 56, on the Vikings' home floor. But the past four years, Centerville has been the nemesis of Union City in the postseason, and not necessarily in the district final. Back in 2020, it was the opening round of the district at Quincy. Centerville won 53-31. Three years ago in the COVID season, Centerville beat Union City in overtime, 61-57 in the district semifinal at Centerville. Two years ago, Centerville won over Union City in the district semifinal at Bronson, 53-40. Last year, Quinn and I got to see a really good game uh, at the McNett Fieldhouse, Union City falling by one point to Centerville, 47-46. So I would say that Ben Chard's squad would be due uh, Friday. Well, you know, they, they really played an outstanding game the other night, and I'm sure they'll be ready for tomorrow night. So uh, take note, uh, they did finally change it on the MHSAA's website. It is going to be a 6 o'clock tip at Bronson Junior Senior High School tomorrow night for that Division Three Boys Basketball District Championship. So Quinn Berry and I will be on the air at 545 Friday afternoon. As always, for everything that we just mentioned, we hope you can join us. For now, though, that's a story from 
Coldwater High School's coach Floyd Eby Gymnasium for the last time this basketball season for Ken Delaney, our producer engineer tonight, and for Mike Murphy, Sean Watson, signing off from the home of the Cardinals in the regular season finale. Coldwater gets the win over Portage Central in girls basketball 44-28 until tomorrow when March Magic resumes from Bronson. Good night, everyone. Thanks for listening to tonight's game brought to you by these members of the WTVB Sports Boosters Club, Acre Mechanical, Branch County Abstract and Title, CNO Insurance Services, Case Realty Group, CEM Supply, Cole Ford, Culey's Jewelry, Valley Tire Company, Jordan and Allison Butler, Financial Advisors with Edward Jones, El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant, Ask Kaywood PC, Alet Trailers and Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers, Integrity Apparel Screen Printing and Embroidery, Jay Wright, Financial Advisor with Edward Jones, Jungle Pets, Matt Halen Homes, McDonald's of Branch County, Midwestern Realty Group, Ottawa Gas and Wild Bird Center, Surpro of Branch and South Calhoun Counties, Southern Marsh Realty, and Union Pallet and Container Company. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater.